0: Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Robin Sarkar, CIO at Lakeland Regional Health System. In this segment, Sarkar talks about how his team works to involve clinicians in all IT projects, from the design to the testing phase, the major cultural shift that organizations will need to make to facilitate population health, and the area that he believes should be healthcare's biggest priority moving forward. When you think about the the philosophy that that Lakeland has when it comes to technologies, the organization seems to be willing to pilot different things and try new things. And I I guess along with that also comes not having that that fear of failure. And how do you see your philosophy in that regard?
1: Yes, that is a great point because when you try a few things, you know, once in a while you, you will stumble. Two of the key enablers for technology uh, at Lakeland, which I find uh, really unusual and certainly beneficial for a, C- for a CIO, is number one, strong leadership support. Mm-hmm. Right from our CEO, throughout our leadership team, there's tremendous support of technology around our leadership table. In fact, our CEO, Dr. Lauren Hamill, himself attends the epic conferences and attends um, many technology events. He considers technology a key enabler for, for health care. The second key important enabler for us at Lakeland Health is talent. We do a lot to make sure that we have absolutely the best talent in our in-house IT team to make sure that you know we can provide kind of the best support for our clinical folks. And we do have certain sometimes setbacks and failures. One of the ways we try and mitigate it is ensuring two things. Number one, that our clinicians are involved. We do have an innovative program called 3C where we have 12 or 15 physicians who are involved with us in their respective areas, whether it's an ED physician or a radiologist or a primary care physician or a surgeon in different areas. So they work with us you know, hand in hand from the design through execution through testing so that it's not you know, an IT project coming out of the box at the end where we kind of um, take off the shrink wrap and flip the switch. Right. We certainly try, try and avoid that. And the second thing is we do a lot of piloting. You know, as, as I mentioned in the first, information at the point of care, you know, we pilot it very carefully uh, before we roll it out.
0: Okay.
1: At the same time, Kate, I don't want to say we don't have failures and learnings. Uh, recently, we did have a radiology project in which we did face some severe road bumps, and part of that was due to inadequate change management by our team with the radiologists and clinicians and, you know, we've learned from that, and we expect to do better next time.
0: Right. And I would think that, that being transparent about that can go a long way toward not making the same mistakes in the future, but also letting people know that it is okay to, if something fails, let's learn from it.
1: That is correct. We do consider Lakeland Health to be a learning organization, and so what is really important is to make sure that we learn, and, and not only we learn as smaller groups, but we translate this learning uh, enterprise-wide so that we can all learn from specific incidents.
0: Right, okay. Now you mentioned before that the EPIC's population health module is being used as well?
1: Yes, that is correct. EPIC has a population health module called Healthy Planet, and we are uh, one of the, I can't say early adopters, but near early adopters of that module.
0: Okay, and what what type of uh, work are you doing with population health at this point?
1: So what we're doing is, uh, firstly, I would say the key challenge Lakeland Health is wrestling with in population health is not so much technological, but cultural. You know, we're a health system with a long history, you know, 100 plus history. You know, when people get sick, we make them better. And we've been doing this for more than 120 years in our community. But population health, you know, moves the focus from healthcare to trying to remain healthy in the community. From, uh, you know, working with people within, uh, within our control, which is within our hospitals and clinics, to working in the community. So this has been, Kate, a big cultural challenge for Lakeland. And, you know, we're continuing with that challenge. In fact, three years ago, we changed our name from Lakeland Healthcare to Lakeland Health. Mm-hmm. We want to focus on keeping folks healthy and not just waiting for them to get sick and then try and work, uh, you know, work them to get back to health. Right. So this has been the first major cultural challenge for our 4,500 folks uh, in population health.
0: Right. It's such an interesting time because there's been such an evolution in recent years in the way patients engage and and the the role they've taken in their care. And I imagine that that hasn't been an easy adjustment.
1: Yes, that's absolutely correct. So uh, one of the big adjustments which we've had to make as we look at population health is to a certain extent, you know, our healthcare system, like other healthcare systems, you know, we are structured vertically. You know, you're born somewhere and then, you know, you, you continue your life. If you get sick, you come into hospital and you lead a good life. And at the end, sometimes you need hospice services, which, again, Lakeland Health provides. So we have always worked, how can I say, vertically. But what we're now trying to do is look, look horizontally, saying how can we look at a patient throughout a patient's life? And secondly, how can we start working with our community organizations, with the Area Agency on Aging, with our uh, county health departments, with our mental health organizations, so that preventive health, physical health, mental health, we can all work together to keep our community folks uh, happy and healthy. And you know, no doubt this is an organizational and cultural challenge, because it's not possible for a health system to always control what a person does you know, and how he or she leads leads their lives.
0: Right. Now, as far as things like um, wearables and, uh, you know, the information that they gather themselves, is the organization looking at all to incorporate that? Or I I know that that's a pretty uh, tricky issue.
1: Yes. So we have explored and we have, you know, worked with a couple of um, organizations, uh, uh, well-known reputable global organizations, you know, to see if we can pilot that. I would say most of our current focus on in population health, uh, Kate, and, you know, we're, we're in early stages of this, like many other health systems throughout our country, is, mm-hmm. is to try and focus on the high-risk patients. Right. How through technology, through Healthy Planet, can we locate our high-risk patients, uh, you know, who have cardiac challenges or diabetes or, you know, other chronic diseases, uh, catch them early and make sure that they continue to stay on a healthy path because these patients uh, take up, whether it's through us or through insurance, you know, a very high proportion of healthcare costs. Right. And um, we have explored, I would say, what, what we have explored is in our inpatient setting, you know, wearables. Of course, we have done some work in home care where there are monitors and, and we can keep a track of some of the patient vitals where, uh, where they are at home. One of the interesting areas which we are, you know, thinking of, we haven't yet got started, is in the inpatient area, where instead of a patient, you know, being tied up with tubes and uh, connected to multiple vital machines, can have a wearable and through wireless, it provides the patient some mobility while ensuring that the nurse and uh, nursing staff can keep a track of their vital. But honestly, we're in early stages of leveraging that technology at this time.
0: Yeah. I don't think anybody has gotten beyond that, at least not that I know of. So, obviously, there's a lot of things we've discussed, but is there anything else that that you consider a really uh, key priority as far as the next year or so?
1: I would say one of the priorities which uh, we need to do better at is uh, how we engage our patients and the way the healthcare industry engages its patients. You know, compared to other industries, um, we still find ourselves uh, uh, needing to run a little faster. uh, How to get uh, patients more involved in their treatment and their health how to make their medical records as simple for, you know, you and me to access as it would be for a for you to access your bank record or, or for you to access um, an e-commerce website. So I would say one of the big challenges for us going forward, Kate, is certainly the patient engagement area and telehealth and video visits, all of which, you know, we have started and we're working and we really look forward in the next couple of years to, you know, accelerate that. But, you know, as a customer of other industries, I do feel, you know, we have a catch-up to do in, that, in this area.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at HealthSystemCIO.com podcast.